Nano Rimo. Grab your laptop and a cup of Joe. Pens and pads, it's okay. What's your word count like today? Let's write Nano Rimo. <laughs> Welcome back to the. Welcome back to the Aluminum Linings Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything except for our day jobs. My dad is trying to figure out the voice changer app that he used last week. What if a mosquito was singing the NaNoWriMo theme? That's offensive. (laughs) (laughs) To mosquitoes? (laughs) That's offensive to me and my ears. What else you got? Give us one more. Okay, let's see. Uh, Don't really want a turtle or a snail because that would draw it out way too long. Let's go with uh, a cricket. We'll do an insect themed theme. (laughs) No. Nope. That's wrong. Okay, why don't they have a chipmunk? Chipmunks are standard. Especially with Christmas time coming. Robot. Hel- oh, helium. That'll work. I'll put this away so I'm not tempted anymore. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back to the Aluminum Linings Podcast the podcast where we talk about everything except for our day jobs and if you hadn't figured it out by the new iteration of the NaNoWriMo theme song uh, we are in week two of NaNoWriMo we are a day away from the halfway point yes so what's your word count at the official word count as of this time of this day of this hour is 22,228 words which for today's count, being that I'm trying to average 1,700 words a day, I'm 1,572 words down, but I haven't written at all today, so. So for myself... Oh, you're looking very smug. It's Revenge of the Panthers, y'all. I'm at 22,597 words as of Thursday, November 14th at 12.46 p.m. So that's like, what, 300 and some more words than me. Yep. Ah, This week it felt good to be a panther, you know? (laughs) So uh, for me, this week, my shining light, my beacon... That carried me through the word count was a character I like to call Gorbage the Angel. <laughs> it's spelled like garbage, but with an O. And once I introduced that character, you know, everything just fell into a place. A world of possibilities yeah, opened up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my story got wings, guys. <laughs> so yeah, uh, how did you find this week compared to last week? Better, I think. Um, well, you've been here, so it's nice that we were able to uh, be in the same room writing. Mm -hmm. That kind of was helpful, I think. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just relaxing a little more. It's not stressing me out. With a good scene, I can can probably do 1,700 words in two or three hours, so. And it's still sticking to the outline, or have you had to tweak a few things? So far, so good. Still more or less sticking to the outline. Like I said, my outline wasn't that 
in depth really so i got a lot of wiggle room anyways and still can say that i'm sticking to the outline but yeah, it has been. So I don't know if you can tell from the market improvement in sound quality. But uh, yeah, we're podcasting in the same room today, nestled in the foothills of British Columbia. I know they're not foothills. My dad just gave me a look. Well, we're on the coast, so. <laughs> as much as we have definitely always left our writing till like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, and then our writing cloaked in darkness, uh, it has been really nice to write with someone. It actually, mm. for me, I really feel as though it is like I would actually benefit from a NaNoWriMo group after doing this group rate thing. Yeah. The only thing is leaving my house, right? That's a tough <laughs> sell in the wintertime. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, and it would largely depend on the group. Like you're going to get, you know, those people that are hardcore multitaskers who are able to sit there and carry on a conversation with someone and still be able to work. Whereas I'm either doing one or the other. I'm mm -hmm. not really all that good at talking and writing at the same time. So if you have a group and you just get one loud, talkative person, that could that could make it a lot less productive. Than... Yeah, that's true. We had we had the TV on last night, and after probably about what 15 minutes, we're like, uh, yeah. yeah, this is not working. But it was a hilarious show we were watching. So yeah, maybe if we had a more boring show on. <laughs> well, work. and I know definitely some people like to have the background noise when they're working. Oh, yeah. Um, and for me, I'm not so like I like to have music when I'm working mm -hmm. for sure. But I am less about, you know, finding a busy place and sitting down and working. I don't find I get a lot of benefit from working in that environment. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess some people would like to go to a coffee shop or whatever and well, I haven't done any NaNoWriMo stuff, but I've gone to the library to work sometimes, and it's kind of mixed. It depends depends on whether you get all the voices just kind of murmuring together into a white noise, or if you get that one person who's talking loud and clear enough that you hear exactly what they're saying, right? But I do find sometimes, though, as like a, if I'm not focusing properly at home and I go somewhere else, I do benefit from that. Hmm. So if I force myself to go to the library, it's like, okay, I am here to work now. Versus sometimes when right. I'm at home, it's like, well, yeah, I'm writing, but I can also get a snack. Oh, I'll just unload the dishwasher. Oh, I'll just do this. Oh, I'll just... Yeah, that's true. I, f I found the same thing when I went to the library. It was like, okay, I'm here. At, I've got this amount of time here to do just this. Mm -hmm. So it does, yeah, it does have a certain focusing effect. Do you find yourself thinking when you're not writing, thinking about your story very much? Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, it depends on what I'm doing, I guess. Every now and then things will occur to me that or maybe something. Oh, I wrote this yesterday. I should add a little bit here or something. Or mm -hmm. During the day when I'm not writing, it's more it's more yeah. going through my options of, well, what if I did this? Well, what if I did this? What if this character did this? Now, that doesn't seem to help me at all because... There, there were even times yesterday where I was writing and I was like, this is going to happen. And then I start writing and that completely doesn't happen. Mm. So I started this scene where my main character was going to get in this huge argument, like a big blowout end of end of your relationship cut ties kind of argument. And I walk in and I had I was describing the way the other character was like standing at a table holding onto the back of a chair. Mm -hmm. And then... I realized this character is actually very sad in this moment. It's a very sad moment oh, okay. for them. And so they're not going to be fly off the handle angry. Hmm. They're kind of more of resigned to the circumstances that have unfolded the way they've unfolded. Well, yeah. that happens sometimes. It's just the story just it doesn't feel right the way you did. Hmm. 
you had started or the general direction you felt it should go just when it gets down to the details it's suddenly oh no this isn't Mm -hmm. isn't gonna work i find even the things that i thought would motivate my characters at the beginning and even kind of the setup for their motivations at the beginning i'm definitely going to change in a second draft Mm. because now that i've kind of gotten my legs under me a bit and had a good chunk of the story written i can kind of sit there and think okay, this is not how this character is. Right. And I thought they would be like that at the beginning of the story, but they're not. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm running into things where I can see down the line it might be a problem mm-hmm. because I'm looking at, like, the bad guys in my story, I think, are kind of practical. Um, so it's not like they're just evil for the sake of evil Mm -hmm. or you know they're doing bad things because there's something in it for them to Mm -hmm. do these bad things and then i'm realizing well okay so the gain they're going to get from doing this bad thing that's going to create the tension in the story it doesn't really seem like they're getting that much more from that as opposed to just working with the protagonist Mm -hmm. to achieve the goal Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm trying to figure out how how to work their motivation so it seems more uh, realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing with last week we talked about the trouble with info dumps and trying to set up the world mm. and stuff like that. How, how did you find that? Did any of that roll over into this week? or? It's still a little with with backstory issues. I'm, I'm finding it, I mean, maybe with a little more thought and that's the thing being that we're kind of generally it's been we don't write during the day it's at the end of the day so Mm -hmm. it's kind of rushed so maybe things on a second pass i'll be able to uh have a more smoother delivery of of certain issues regarding the backstory and we'll see like i mean maybe once the whole thing is done i'll see okay well this thing i could just hint at and reveal more later on as opposed to revealing it all now just to get my word count (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i found this week because i did in kind of my first 10 to 15,000 words, I kind of laid the groundwork for a lot of how the world works. And now that that's out of the way, I, I'm finding mm. it easier to write. And I think that's why this week was a lot easier for me to get my word count. On Tuesday, I think, because if you guys remember last week, I was behind <laughs> by a couple days. I think on Tuesday or Wednesday this week, I wrote 5,000 words in like a couple hours. Mm. So yeah, I I really find that now that all that is out of the way, I'm finding it a lot easier to kind of let my story yeah. progress just in the way that it's going to progress because I've explained, you know, the different forms that my wraith can kind of rotate through. Mm-hmm. I've explained a lot of the court rules for the underworld. I've explained how all these laws and, and different types of, I don't know if you would call it magic, like supernatural happenings, how all that works. So because of that, it was a lot easier just to sit down and write because I didn't have to think about, oh, should I explain this? Should I not explain this? Right. It's already been done. Well, and um, I guess as as you get to know your characters more, when you put them in given situations, you're going to know how they're going to react or, or at least if they react in a way that doesn't ring true to you, you're going to probably be picking up on that rather than um, trying to plan out how they're going to react. Well, I guess you can kind of see how people talk about the story. This is where the story led me or this is where the story went. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, yeah, if you have an idea of your character's personalities, then you know, well, in this situation, they're going to act cool and collected. In another situation, they're going to cave and or mm-hmm. cut and run or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, I guess makes it a little easier to to figure out the direction the story's going. 
Yeah, absolutely. I will say, however, writing late at night, as much as it has been effective in that we have hit our word counts every day, I did fall asleep typing Mm -hmm. a few times. And one of the times I typed an entire paragraph in my sleep that was about a dream I was having that was not relevant to the story, which... You're taking dream journaling to a whole new level, doing it as live streaming my dream. Exactly, yeah. And so, well, and I got the idea for my original story in a dream, so... Had I been having a dream about the story, it would have been great for me. It could have had some sleep, got my word count, but that was not the case. And it was kind of like half dozing. So, you know, kind of when you're asleep in the morning and you sort of in your head think that you're getting up and getting ready and you're not. That's what it felt like. Whereas like I'm typing about my story right now and then I like open my eyes. I'm like, I was asleep for sure. But yeah, no, I think uh, this week was definitely much easier than the first Mm. week for me. Well, you've been off work too. So. That's true. Yeah, I've also been off work this week, which makes a big difference. I've also gotten, you know, between six and eight hours of sleep every night. Uh, Luxury. Yeah, exactly. So, and even though we do wait until later at night, we're writing at the same time every day, mm-hmm. which I don't usually get the chance mm-hmm. to do. I think I was I said right off the bat in our first one that. My work schedule is irregular. My hours are irregular. I'm not going to write every day, and I'm certainly not going to get to write at the same time every day. Yeah. That being said, I'm a little bit worried for next week because I'm starting to feel like I'm running out of story. Mm. Like, I feel like I got to the, like, big epic battle at the end too quickly. We'll see. Well, you could always insert some scenes if you feel there's something lacking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I have been doing is I've been kind of comparing moments to show my character's development. So I talked about how giving a lot of background information through flashbacks, but I've also been using flashbacks to show what my character was like in a very similar circumstance when they were younger and then have them react now. So it's almost like... Shows growth. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like, um, you know, uh, uh, Slumdog Millionaire, how at the end of the movie... So he... Spoiler alert. Yeah, Spoilers. Um, if you haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire, then... Which I haven't. (laughs) I don't have to No, go ahead. (laughs) So, he's on this trivia show, and he answers all these questions correctly. And then, towards the end of the movie, it kind of comes to light, well, he's... Well, throughout the whole movie, but he's had a rough upbringing, he hasn't had a ton of education, and so they're, they're kind of accusing him of cheating, because they're like, there's no way you would know all these answers. And then he highlights every life circumstance where he's come into contact with something that would have allowed him to answer the question. Oh. So he got some trivia about like a handgun or something, and he had to know the specific handgun. And then it shows the scene of this guy explaining to him like this handgun, and he ends up getting it like pointed in his face and stuff like that. So it's very similar, but it's kind of showing... I want to use it to show, oh, like, I've already been in this situation once, and this is how I reacted, and this is how it played out for me, so I'm not going to do that again. Mm. Kind of Yeah, thing. yeah. So That's I've been doing a lot of that, and I could definitely go back towards the beginning of my story and add that in, add more mm. of that in if I had to. And I think it also was good for develop character development of my secondary characters, mm. having them appear more, because the plot of my story is very, like I was talking to you, earlier this week about it it was it's very episodic Hmm. where i really feel like task a objective complete (laughs) new objective unlocked so yeah i'm i'm a little bit worried for next week i feel like (laughs) this week might be my like peak of feeling good about my (laughs) 
Well, I suppose you could always go back and throw in a few try-fail cycles. So instead of having them accomplish this, something goes wrong or yeah. diverts them. Yeah. And that's or what... just start another story. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is about just getting the words down. Yeah. You know, so... Well, and right now with 22,000 words, this is the longest piece that I've ever written. So I'm already in kind of uncharted territory, <laughs> which is exciting. It's really cool. I'm I'm very happy to say like, okay, I have written, you know, yeah, these 20,000 I mean, words 28, are mine. 28,000 words away from being done. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of neat. Well, and by tomorrow, we're going to be halfway done a novel. Mm-hmm. Like that's... Well, depending. I mean, we might get to 50,000 words and it still not be done, but... Okay. Well, party pooper then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then it's a nice investment of time and mm-hmm. energy and, and hopefully that'll give us enough uh, motivation to continue on and finish it if it is. Yeah. Well, and I was even thinking about that first draft in 30 days book that he's now holding up in front of me. By Karen S. Weisner, a novel system for building a complete and cohesive manuscript. Yeah, so I was thinking about that and I'm like, well, even if I do 50,000 words and it's not necessarily a flushed out story, that could definitely be the groundwork to then use something a little more structured like the first draft in 30 days and actually go through it and take what mm. i have and use it as kind of an extended outline yeah yeah and i think i think they talked about that in writing excuses too where they almost did like a reverse engineered outline oh okay so they took the story and outlined it after it was written and then that helped them troubleshoot like oh i'm having a problem here but i don't know quite what it is well mm-hmm. if you look at say the uh, hero's journey or the seven point story outline if you kind of go over it and and put it onto that grid kind of thing then you say oh okay well i'm missing this thing where it Mm -hmm. builds the tension or where i move the the protagonist to a point of decision or something Mm -hmm. right going from acting to or reacting to acting and so yeah it can still the outline can still serve a purpose even after the story is written Mm-hmm. If it's just like a critiquing tool. We talked previously about feeling, well, maybe I did, I can't, but a feeling like not being afraid of ugly writing and understanding that part of this process is that there might be some ugly writing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all ugly writing right now. But do you find like... you have any gems in there where you like wrote it and you're like, wow, like this is a good thing? Hmm. I would say there's, well, some of the dialogue seems to work okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to work on more, dis- well, we talked about that before, more mm-hmm. distinct voices for the characters. I think there are things that I'm I'm getting down that it's like, okay, yeah, this will work. This will be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't say there's a lot of it that how it's written down I'm happy with, but I think there's a lot of stuff I can work with. Okay, so the material is good, but the structure might yeah, be a I little... Think, I think I have interesting characters, and mm-hmm. it's an interesting situation. It's a matter of... It's going to take a lot of polishing and mm-hmm. revision and stuff, but I think there's a work... It's got good bones, I think. I was worried that I was going to write the whole novel and just throw it in the garbage. Mm. Just, all of this is bad, <laughs> <laughs> but... Especially, like I talked about, it seems stupid. The garbage, the angel thing. I, I get that. <laughs> Did I laugh hysterically when I thought of it? Yes. Did I laugh hysterically when you let me read it? Yes. <laughs> but I think I always felt that to write a like long fantasy novel, it kind of had to have a serious tone to it. Mm. And that is not my writing style at all. Like, yeah. If you read my blog, when my book comes out, right, it's 
I don't really have a, and then he called forth the winds from the east. And, you know, that's not really my writing style. So for me, it kind of gave me a feeling of I'm writing a story with a complex plot that's not character driven. It doesn't all occur inside inside my main character's head, but I can also incorporate elements that I like about my writing. Mm. Yeah, it feels this week definitely felt less like I was right. I was trying to imitate a writing style and more like I was using my writing style to accomplish a different type of writing project. Hmm. So yeah, we got some gems. We got some trash. Don't fall asleep while you're writing. It will not be as productive as you might hope. Anything else you want to add? Coffee. Yes. So Hmm. we're re-recording the end because... The mics it's dropped the out all the volume. Love the podcast as we know. Copyright, copyright, DM, 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 DM. It's the end of the podcast as we know. I feel sad. So, quick Twitter update. There is a Twitter. Um, there's a Twitter account called Writing Robot, and it basically retweets different writing prompts and stuff like that, specific to NaNoWriMo. For example. They'll do, what do you do to avoid writer's block, day 14? And then there's a list of, or then people will comment underneath and list all the things that help them get rid of their writing block. Or describe your story in three words. Tell me about your villain. And so I've really actually liked going through all those responses. And I think they're good questions to kind of think about. Like, what is the essence of my story? What is my story in three words? Hmm. So, yeah, that's been super helpful. Some people call NaNoWriMo just Nano on the internet, which I do like, even though it doesn't make a lot of sense. Happy National Novel, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, that is your NaNoWriMo... That is your NaNoWriMo Twitter update for what is happening on Twitter regarding NaNoWriMo. Still very few pantsers, but you know what? That's fine. Well, they may be meant to tweet, but didn't get around to Wow. <laughs> Being a pantser doesn't mean you're disorganized. It just means you give your brain free reign over certain creative domains. As usual, you can find all my content on aluminumlinings.com. I have a blog. I have a podcast. I have a YouTube channel. So all that stuff on social media. I'm aluminum linings on everything except for Twitter. There's no S on the end for Twitter because that was too long for the handle. Other than that, good luck, have fun, and don't talk to strangers unless you want to make new friends. Bye. <laughs> that one just sounds like you snorted Adderall. <laughs> Bye. How about this? Oh. I don't know what that is, but it's horrible. It just says, oh, it just says higher. It sounds like you're like trying to sing it while you have your like mouth full of something. <laughs> Does that one just say emojin heap? Emojin heap? Yeah. No, choir. Oh, okay. Bye, everyone. It's been 20 minutes.